everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of Coco and Daltz. I'm not Daltz. And I'm not Coco. And I always say it's an exciting episode of Coco and Daltz, but today I really mean it because what? this is our 100th episode. Yeah. Thank you for hanging in there with us. We appreciate it. We actually have, like I said, something exciting planned for today. Instead of our usual real people doing real reviews, mm-hmm. we're going to look back and give our three favorite things that we have reviewed over the years. Oh, no, really? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Dalt. I, th- I thought we were reviewing uh, old wives tales or something like that. That's what we do. We just sit around and we talk about old wives' tales all the time. (laughs) I should have gone to the pre-production meeting, I guess. (laughs) The director is angrily beating on the window between the booth and... Already. Already. So uh, we have something fun planned right off the top. We're going to try to guess each other's top three. And now listener is tuning out. So <laughs> no, stay, listener. Don't go. <laughs> so who who wants to go first? You want me to guess your you top guess, three? You guess because you were fired up before the uh, podcast button was pushed. You said, "I know your three. Okay, I I believe that Daltz's top three yes. of the past ninety nine episodes are Ad Astra, mm-hmm. the Criminal series, mm-hmm. perhaps only Criminal UK, but maybe the entire Criminal anthology. And also uh, the recent David Tennant miniseries, Des. Wow. So I will say to you that you have one of the three correct. Ah, only one? One of the three. And we should clarify, listener, that these are, we are reviewing, our our top three list is of the things that we reviewed. So it's not of our podcasts about those uh, subjects. Right. So it's the movies or it's the TV shows or whatever. So what are our favorites of all the things that we reviewed? So you have one of three. Coco. Wow. But I will say that those other two are also on my list. So are also on my like expanded list. So is the one that I got right criminal? It is, yes. Okay. All right. Yes. Criminal UK, uh, but specifically the criminal series in general. I thought it was so tremendous. It was smart. It had me on the edge of my seat for the entire time, which considering it was a primarily one scene. Uh, one set, I should say, and one scene kind of thing, whereas they're just in the interrogation room and the dramatic turns uh, with the dialogue. There was no, there were no car chases. There was no shooting. It was just really good. So yeah, I would, I, and I would say the whole series. So all the, I was really enraptured by the, the glimpse inside the criminal processes of other countries. So how things are solved in other countries in Germany, Spain, France, UK. So that was, that was the, the, the dealio for me. And the UK season two was really good too. It didn't, uh, it, 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 it didn't really move the ball. It just was more, more of the same, but it was just brilliantly, brilliantly done. I thought. You thought. I thought. <laughs> so yes, I know there were some problems with, the uh, misogyny misogyny and the sort of mansplaining-esque kind of uh, part of it. but And don't forget the guy who got fired for being drunk in the station right. at and the then, end of season one and then came back to save the day at the end of season two. Well, yeah, see, I had some problems with that. It just shows you that other countries aren't as uptight about alcohol as... That's true. Some other places. Especially the UK, where everybody just goes to the pub every night in non-pandemic times. And after the pandemic is over, we're moving to London, so we can do it. All right. Awesome. Yeah. I've lived in London before. I'll live there again. I'm cool with that. So your top three, I will try yes. to guess your top three. Okay. Uh, number one, Black Panther. Number two, 
Avengers um, Infinity War. <laughs> I'm sensing a theme here. <laughs> and number three, I'm going to go off the board um, and say... Uh, any, uh, any day now. <laughs> any day now. I will say that it has to do with uh, maybe the Valhalla murders. You got zero out of three. <laughs> You got zero out of three. Wow. Was I even close? Uh, uh, I would say that probably, yeah, the Valhalla murders was under consideration. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. But so my top three of everything that we have reviewed are uh, two recent ones. And you were close with uh, the Marvel Disney area, Uh, (laughs) The Mandalorian. Season one specifically of wow. The Mandalorian. Like That's I, their top three. Yeah, I, wow. I would say that. Um, number two, <laughs> I would say Chappelle Show. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then number three, going way back, mm-hmm. Widows. Ooh, Widows is on my long list. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I enjoyed Widows pretty good. Um, and so tell us uh, why you picked those, Coco. Okay, well, uh, so Chappelle Show, it, it's just, it's funny it's extremely edgy humor. I think everybody could use some laughs these days because we got, we need some brightness mm-hmm. in all the darkness that's been going True. on this year. So it's there's sh- the episodes are short. You can get through them quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, it just started streaming on Netflix. So if you're with your family this weekend and you need a humor break, um, especially if you're in the states and it's a holiday weekend well, coming maybe up, maybe not your family. Well, no, I'm just, I'm saying if if you need a break from your family, oh, this don't weekend, watch it with your family. Yeah, don't oh, yeah. watch it with okay. your family. Yeah. So yeah, so Chappelle's show super funny. I think it still holds up 20 years later. Yeah, uh, The Mandalorian season one, I really enjoyed. I Disney, I have issues with the way they have handled the Star Wars franchise mm-hmm. since they purchased it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but The Mandalorian season one and Rogue One are pretty much the bright spots. Those are both excellent pieces of storytelling you can tell with the first season of the mandalorian that fans did it you know it's not like john favreau yeah it's not the trilogy of the force awakens the last jedi and the rise of skywalker where there's just no through line it wasn't done by people who are fans of the franchise it was just a money grab Mm -hmm. um the mandalorian you can tell the care that went into it with trying to make it like be content uh what, what, what am I trying to say? Like be... A continuation? Not a continuation, but just like it fit into like the Star Wars universe that George Lucas oh, envisioned. Yeah. yeah. Right. So the season, the jury's out on the second season of The Mandalorian, but yeah. the first season, if you have Disney Plus, I highly recommend it. And then finally, Widows. Uh, that is episode 23, if you want to listen to our review of it. It was just, it was so smart. Mm-hmm. Just across mm-hmm. the board, it was brilliant. The acting was amazing. The directing was amazing. The cinematography, the story. The story was great. You know, the plot, like everything just was, I I can't remember exactly the grade I gave it when we reviewed it, but I'm sure it was an A, if not like an A++++, yeah. because that was hands down my favorite movie of that year. Yeah. And uh, we don't, 
you know, spoiler alert, we don't see every movie that comes out every year. No. But of the movies that we saw that year, I was like, this is number one on my year-end list for sure. I remember when we watched that and then we were so high on it and then the Oscar nomi- nominations came out later and we were like, where's Widows? Yeah, it, it got... It was not in the any of the running for any of the big events or big awards or anything like that. And I don't know if that's because it was a heist movie and maybe they want more weighty subject matter to get yeah you know, know nominations and recognition i don't know but steve mcqueen was just did a fantastic job of directing that yep. and then it had a great cast including uh, violet davis and liam neeson and colin farrell and um Elizabeth Debicki, who's going to play Princess Diana in the upcoming fifth season of The Crown. Ooh. So if you haven't seen Widows, find it on a streaming service or friggin' Redbox it mm-hmm. because it is just fantastic. Yeah, I agree. I, I like the idea of that story, too, the fact that there are these women who are behind the scenes, and you never really see them in any of these kind of movies. They're always right. kind of arm candy and uh and they take the lead in this and they try to get back into it and and get revenge and that sort of thing and i really was impressed with that 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 was definitely on my list i've got a list over here that's probably 10 long for my (laughs) top three and that's on my 10 for sure i should mention what my other two are so criminal was uh was one of my top three uh marriage story was another one of my top three as was border town oh so border town i uh, Coco dragged me kicking and screaming into that one because I was like three seasons really that's the that's where adults was just like I don't want to watch any seasons of anything anymore I just right. want to watch movies I'm done I'm I, done I want to watch like YouTube videos for the next three <laughs> right. weeks if we can help it TikTok <laughs> yeah and then but but it was really good and, and the way I compiled this list listener was not necessarily things that I thought were the best, but, uh, you know, that was part of it, but not solely. It was also what has stuck with me since, mm-hmm. like things that I still think about. And the Criminal UK series and the Criminal series in general, that is one of those. Marriage Story, every time I see that, I, I think, you know, I need to watch that again because that was just so powerful. And being somebody who's gone through a divorce, it was, it just really resonated with me. And then also Border Town, I, every time I think about the way that they solved the crimes, it just was, it was great. It, the way the puzzles were put together, the lead character, uh, Saronin, uh, he was like a Rain Man detective guy, and he was really interesting. And I liked the crew around him, and I liked the, I mean, the crimes were really gruesome. gruesome, and so there was a lot of severity there. And also, it's not exactly what I think of when I think of Finland. I don't think of a lot of these crimes <laughs> right, happening in Finland. Like, it's just completely sadistic crimes and all that sort of stuff. But... That aside, I thought that the way they got to the resolutions of each each crime, and it wasn't just one episode per crime. They, they protracted them out. Some of them were two. Most of them were three. The way they solved them during the course of the season. And so I just uh, I was just really uh, influenced by those uh, episodes and by that particular series. And there, again, the Valhalla Murders was on mine for the same reason uh, on my top ten list because of that. One of the comedies that I wanted to mention was the Eurovision uh, yeah, song contest yeah. with uh, Will Ferrell. I thought that that was really good. Um, in the same vein of I was trying to find one of each kind of genre to put on my list and of course we can't have a top three with nine things on it <laughs> well we're getting really close to it <laughs> <laughs> these are all honorable mentions <laughs> okay and uh, and the 
the musical aspect would be Hamilton. I thought that that was a really good one too. Uh, and okay. I know that you weren't a big fan of that. And it was a little bit long, but I really enjoyed it. So there, there are a lot of things out there, but I would say my top three, I'm sticking with my top three, which is Marriage Story, The Criminal Series, and um, the Border Town series. And there's a theme here is that it's kind of like some crime stuff going on. And I'm not usually into the crime, so this is all Coco's fault. Yeah, Netflix knows that I love crime shows. So everything recommended for me is a British show or a crime show or a British crime show (laughs) or a foreign drama or a foreign crime drama. So... Yeah, so sorry, Daltz. And so, <laughs> at least you're not stuck. So yesterday, uh, Daltz was out for a few hours. So I started watching this Korean uh, crime show, and I got like three episodes into it. And I found out today that it's actually like 16 episodes long. So <laughs> I don't think you're going to be watching that one with me. No. So I got to go out 16 more hours of the day, I guess. Yeah, because they're all like an hour long. Wow. So. Wow. Yeah. And I don't even know how much I really like it, but I think I'm a little bit invested in finding out who the real culprit is. Mm-hmm. So I might I might be kind of stuck. So uh, the crime series are definitely what we hit the most. Um, those are those are pretty popular, too. Like those are different and they seem to be easy to make. I think one of the documentaries that I really liked that we didn't talk about was um, – the abducted in plain sight, which was another good one. So we're getting really close to having a top three with actually <laughs> nine on it, right? Because <laughs> Dolls just keeps mentioning everything. I just he keep likes. mentioning, yeah, yeah. And you're talking about the one that you just watched. So we're all going all all across the board here. <laughs> yeah. But um, I think that there's that's just an example of other uh, crime shows. There's lots out there, and it was really hard to pick one or two. Um, I will tell you that in terms of our top five most popular podcasts, <laughs> this is not aligned at all with uh, what we're talking about. But no. the top two are uh, the both both podcasts that we talked about, the David Letterman show, the number, uh, number two season was our top podcast of all time. Wow. This, the first Letterman season was number two. I didn't even watch all of the second season because I was just so turned off. You bailed on it. I did. Uh, American Murder, which is another uh, oh. doc, is number three right now. That over came time. very close to being on my top three. Did it really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I liked it, but I, I'm sour. I've soured on it because of the things that I've learned since then yeah. and how it wasn't really quite balanced. Uh, the number three, uh, number four podcast of all time right now for us for downloads is Border Town. Oh, okay. Won't you take me to da, da, da. Border Town? And number five, listener, we don't know what you're smoking <laughs> out there, but our number five podcast of all time, Christmas Chronicles. My theory, because we keep getting downloads for the Christmas Chronicles, which is what, two years old, if not yes. three years old at this point. My theory is that people are finding us when they search for the Christmas Chronicles because the Christmas Chronicles 2 is coming out this week and they think that this is a review of the new movie, not the (laughs) old movie. So we will have a review of the new movie for you because we're getting so many downloads on the original (laughs) Christmas Chronicles podcast that we kind of have to do a review of the second movie, but... There's clearly uh, some demand demand for it. And by the way, this is the Kurt Russell uh, starring... Oh, he stars as Santa, Santa Claus. 
Santa this year is a super spreader. I don't know if right. he's going all over the world. I, I don't know if that's a good idea for him. I don't know. We need some uh, safe uh, drops at the porch for Santa, I think, this year. Not coming down my chimney, buddy. Yeah, I mean, he's old and he's fat, so he's got some pre-existing conditions that make him... <laughs> susceptible to catching COVID. So maybe Santa should just stay in the North Pole this year. And right. The reindeer should. I think maybe Santa should just use Amazon. Oh, yeah. Amazon Prime. You know, I was wondering about that because like all the TV news stations have like the Santa tracker mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve. I was like, is that really a good idea for them to do this year? Because Santa is a super spreader if he's, you know, really going to like Kentucky and the Dakotas and right. France. So... And is he going to be able to cross the border without quarantining? Oh, yeah, that's true. Right? So how good is that going to be? He's going to deliver a package and he's going to have to wait two weeks and then, you know. I think a lot of kids are about to have their Christmas dreams crushed. (laughs) I mean, you've got to face reality at some point, kids. 2020 is the year to do it. Coronavirus is is really crushing everybody's dreams. All right. Um, Did you want to mention something that you really hated of all the ones that we've watched? Oh, Um, Because I can. Okay, yeah, you go for it. You've put more thought into this than I have. Well, I happen to have a list, but I'm not going to go over the whole thing on my list. (laughs) Uh, I have to say that of all the ones on my list, what I was most disappointed about and did not meet the hype was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Uh, The Quentin Tarantino uh, directed uh, movie starring Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. I I really liked the idea, uh, Brad Pitt being the stuntman to DiCaprio's star. We love Brad Pitt around here. And he is a good Missouri boy. I just, I just didn't, it just was pretentious and it was not good. The dialogue was just not what uh, Quentin Tarantino usually does. So I was, I was really disappointed in that one. Okay. Well, I thought of something. So uh, as we have previously mentioned season two of criminal UK, I, I will hate watch season three because like the the final episode of season one and all of season two just made me want to throw things. Wow. But I will say uh, for purposes of this season two of Goliath, mm. I couldn't even finish it. Yeah. Like it started off really good and then it just went completely freaking off the rails. Yep. And this is another one that I did not finish. The last two or maybe three episodes, I just, I tapped out. Mm-hmm. I was like, nope. Yeah, you were I'm, gone. I'm done. Like, I had I'm, to finish. I'm done with amputations and amputee porn and i'm like this just makes no sense so i came back to it for season three Mm -hmm. which was an improvement still not as good as season one Mm -hmm. but yeah goliath season two skip it if if you can i i i was there with you i had to give it uh, a second chance i had to finish it because (laughs) i don't had to finish it (laughs) i i don't i don't uh, stop something i have to finish everything that i start now listener is going to think that i don't watch anything that we review because now i've admitted (laughs) to not finishing goliath season two and also the letterman show season two i didn't watch the last couple episodes of that either so now listener is going to think that i don't take the podcast seriously i think i think listener will think otherwise though i think (laughs) listener will realize that you are the driving force behind the podcast i'm and i'm just riding on the coattails i told you i want to quit the podcast (laughs) like when i'm not <laughs> I'm not the driving force of this at all. It's you. It's all you. All right. Well, so listener now knows that you want to quit the podcast. So, but I'm um, I'm hanging in there, listener. Okay, good. So we need more listeners, listener. So yeah, bring them. Yeah, tell us, tell all your friends about us. Share us. Tell them they can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, SoundCloud. Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Google Play, IMDb, and Amazon Music. We are 
on all of those platforms. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can find us there. And send us uh, an email at cocoandults at gmail.com and let us know what your favorites of our 99 episodes. Not necessarily, well, you can tell us which episode you liked. I mean, the Zach Efron one is one of my personal favorites. I'm surprised that that hasn't come up before now because, yeah. That's the episode, though, not necessarily the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but if you had a favorite uh, that you want to bounce off us or you want something uh, on the list, uh, let us know because we're open minded, listener. We are. We got a lot of free time on our hands, too, because pandemic. We're here for you, listener. We are. So thank you for joining us, listener. And thanks for 100 episodes, because we couldn't have done it without you. This is amazing. This is a great milestone. Look for big things on social media, because Coco's going to flash some some pretty impressive graphics. Yeah, I got some graphics ready to go in, uh, in my computer. So as soon as we hit publish, we can... Pop that on uh, Facebook and the, and the Twitter. There's going to be lots of fireworks and festivities galore. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Coco and Alts. Make sure to like and follow us on both places. So th- thank you again for joining us, listener. You rock. We love you. For another week of the podcast. And for another 100 episodes. 100. I'm not Coco. And I'm not Dalton. <laughs>